Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the six game NBA main slate on Tuesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Guys, I want to thank you again for the continued support. Seriously, it has been overwhelming recently. Closing in right now at 7.7 thousand subscribers on YouTube. If you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Let's aim for 250 likes on this video if we can. If you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload on, up on Apple Podcasts. I have a link down below. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, and I'll offer that on Patreon.com, also link down below. And finally, I want to thank Picks again for sponsoring the show. Uh, again, it's a it's a fun site, guys. If you're not familiar with it, it's basically you're betting on uh, fantasy projections, right? Fantasy points. So, for example, Kevin Durant right now is at 46 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over? That's basically the idea. You can mix and match sports. You can play college basketball. You can play NBA. You can play NFL. You can play esports. They have everything here. Um, if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. I'll have a link down below as well. You get 100% match up to $100. Basically, if you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. Um, so yeah, basically again, three hundred dollars there. But with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So before we talk about players and their prices for the slate, I guess we can go over my lineup from tonight. I don't really want to, but I guess we can. Gotta warn you, it's ugly. Like I'm not gonna score over two hundred tonight. So just be warned. All right, it's really really ugly i got a good amount of tilting to do in a short amount of time so let's do it let's look at my lineup all right so let's let's start at the top right maxi obviously the chalk 31 fancy points hey not bad right dakota matthias only 28 percent owned 27 fancy points hey off to a good start let's take a look at danny green 45 percent owned guess what he shot tonight O of nine for Danny Green. All right, you know, he's 45% owned. Maybe I can get by. Let's look at Julius Randle, right? Playing because he's playing 42 to 44 minutes in competitive games. He's just stuffing the stat sheet. It's a fantastic matchup. Well, what happens tonight? He plays under 30 minutes. You'd think, oh, he got injured. He got in foul trouble, right? Nope. Nope, just, you know, just played 30 minutes for Julius Randle. Kevin Knox off the bench became Kevin Durant. Couldn't miss a shot. So Julius Randle, for the first time all year, right, in competitive games, he has been playing over 40 minutes. So that was pretty cool. Joel Embiid on pace to absolutely smash. About 40 fancy points at half. Blowout. Like 75% of the games in the slate. Uh, and then Oladipo originally had Kevin Knox here in my forward spot. I pivoted once he wasn't starting. I thought they would start him over Austin Rivers. Pivot off Knox to Mike Scott, who does nothing. And then finally... All right, so let's talk about this six-game slate. Uh, we have, let's see, I think we have a couple games out right now. 
Spurs and Thunder. It's a 216.5 over under. The Spurs are two and a half point favorites. Pacers and Warriors, a 228 over under. The Warriors are two point favorites. So that's all we got right now. Let's start it off with Miami and Philly, and this one's going to be interesting because Miami is going to be really, really shorthanded, kind of like Philly was tonight. Philly looking like they've got a couple pieces back. Miami, Bam at a bio out, Jimmy Butler out, Drogic out, Olenek probable, Avery Bradley out, Udonis Haslam out, Harkless out, Nuns out, uh, Opala's out. Um, they are going to be super, super thin. So the guys that are healthy, well, at the top, Tyler Hero at 6.7K, I think looks like one of the better plays in the mid-range. It's just, this is going to be the same situation with the 76ers tonight, right? A lot of those guys look, Embiid looked amazing, but there is going to be some pretty big blowout risk in this one um, because it's going to be like Hero, Duncan Robinson, Kelly Olenek, and a bunch of the guys at the end of the bench. So this could get out of hand, but if it's going to stay competitive, we know where it's going to be coming from, right? Hero should play in a competitive game, I would say probably close to 40 minutes. So Tyler Hero at 6.7K, again, is, I think is one of the best plays in the mid-range. But, again, proceed with caution here like we saw tonight. Joel Embiid was on pace for like 70 fancy points, and the game blew out. So that is a real risk because 75% of the games so far this year have been blowouts. Like, no joke. Uh, just all season long, it's just all blowouts. But, yeah, Tyler Hero at 6.7, I think, obviously looks like a really good play in the mid-range. Kelly Olenek at 5.3, assuming he's full go, I think he looks really good, too. Uh, again, with no Bam, no Jimmy, like all these guys out, Kelly Olenek is a good offensive player. We saw in the NBA Finals when Bam was out, he had some huge games. So I really like Kelly Olenek in the mid-range. Uh, Duncan Robinson at 4A, I think, is a fine option. Um, he'll have to do more. Again, he is still a little bit scoring dependent, so he wouldn't be a priority for me, but he should play big minutes. Um, Iguodala at 3-3, I think, is decent just because they're so, so thin. But how many minutes will he play? I would say probably mid-20s minutes, and he would probably be the first one that goes to the bench if this game does blow out. And then we have, uh, you know, Precious Achua. Myers Leonard is questionable. I'll have to keep an eye on that. And then Chris Silva and Max Dross and Gabe Vincent, possibly. Uh, he's probable. So, um, yeah, Precious Achua, if he starts at 3.1K, I do like him a decent amount. Now, my worry is whoever starts the center tonight, I don't like targeting centers against Joel Embiid. So, whether it be Myers Leonard or Precious Achua, there would be some foul trouble risk there. So that is the concern with like Precious Achua or Myers Leonard. I don't think they'll start Kelly O at the five. I think they'll probably start him at the four. Again, they're really, really thin at the guard position. So a guy like Gabe Vincent at flat men, I assume he's going to have to get good minutes, right? Because they have like, they literally have no guards. It's Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, if you consider him a guard, right? He's more of like a wing, but that's it. Like Iguodala is a wing. They have like no guards. So Gabe Vincent should have to play some decent minutes. Max Strauss at, at 3K. He should have to get some run as well. So, like, Chris Silva is a good point printed guy, but they are a little bit deeper at, with bigs, right, because they have Leonard if he plays, Achua, and Kelly O. Uh, realistically, all these guys in Miami are in play. We just got to uh, keep an eye on the starting lineup news. But, yeah, Hero obviously is the guy that if they're going to stay competitive, him, Kelly Olenek, I think they're going to have to both have huge games. I like them both a lot. Uh, yeah, Duncan obviously still in play, and then you have, like, the value guys, right? So, this is definitely where we're going to get our value here from Miami. Got to keep an eye on the starting lineup news. But, yeah, they have what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight if Myers Leonard is out. Nine if Myers Leonard is able to play. So, yeah, Miami's definitely a team we're going to want some exposure to on this slate. Let's move on to Philly. So, Philly, 
Looks like they're getting a little healthier. Uh, ben Simmons is expected to return uh, tomorrow. And then Tobias Harris, also questionable. So this is just something we we'll have to keep an eye on, right? If both Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris are out once again and everyone else that was out last night is out again, then we want to go Joel Embiid at the top and we want to go to Maxi in, in the mid-range. You can play Danny Green. You can play him. We'll shoot over nine probably again for you. Uh, but yeah, Embiid at the top at 9.7K, I think looks like a really solid option. I mean, no one's going to be able to stick with him on the Miami side. So Embiid obviously looks good. We'll have to keep an eye on Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris status. If they're both out, then Maxi becomes a really solid play at 5.5K. Either way, I think he would be okay if Ben Simmons still plays. Again, this guy is, is pretty legit. Uh, the value guys probably wouldn't do it unless, you know, both Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris are out again. Then we could look to guys like Matthias and Isaiah Joe, and I guess we'd have to throw Danny Green in that mix. So really, this game is a bunch of, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Obviously, we'll go over it more in the live stream tomorrow. Let's move on to Denver and Brooklyn. So Denver, Jokic at the top at 11K. Love the matchup for him. Um, you know, there's that game against New York was a blowout. He was on pace to smash. Uh, as long as his game stays competitive and he does not get in foul trouble, he should have a good game even at this price. So if you can get to Nicole Jokic, I think he's a really good option there at the top. Uh, still no Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray is just playing absolutely terrible. He's just absolutely playing terrible. Uh, the floor is low with him. That's what we know, right? He is a never a cash game play. Uh, but always a good GBP play because the range of outcomes is so high. Just looking at the last four games, 18, then 41, then 23, then 14. Right? He's, at, he's got a 50 in here at the mix. Like, it is just, he could go for 10 fancy points, he could go for 50. So he makes for a good GBP play. It's a good matchup. I don't think anyone gets to him on the slate. Uh, so it'll be pretty low owned. But we know, right? We saw it in the bubble, his type of upside, uh, the upside that he has. Will Barton at 5-7 is a fine play in the mid-range. Should play over 30 minutes in competitive game. Again, the last game was a blowout. I think he's okay. Gary Harris has actually been hitting his shots, but again, pretty reliant on the scoring. He did have one block and two steals too. So it's like, eh, it kind of feels like chasing a bit if you go to Gary Harris at 4-6. Millsap and Jermichael Green for me. I think I'd rather take a shot in Jermichael Green, who's getting you know about 20 minutes either way. Uh, but doesn't stand out as like an amazing play. And then yeah, Monte Morris at 4-2. And he's getting like mid twenties minutes. Like these like bench guys for Denver are all okay, uh, but no one really stands out as like a, a great play for me. So on to Brooklyn. So for some reason, like I don't know why Kevin Durant is still in the low nine k range. Like this is just too cheap. He should be over ten k, especially with Kyrie Irving out. So like Kevin Durant is one of the best plays in the slate in my opinion. Uh, Denver's defense has not been great. So I really like Kevin Durant here at 9.4K. I think he's one of the best plays of the slate at that price. Also, I have interest in Levert. So they actually started him at point guard, and he played 36 minutes. So if he's going to continue to start at point, then it's it's him and it's Kevin Durant. I like the upside more in KD, but Levert is actually firmly in play here as well. So those two at the top, they look pretty solid. Uh, Jared Allen's at 6'5". I just, you know, you know how I never really like targeting centers against Embiid. I don't really like targeting centers against Jokic either because the foul trouble risk. So the upside is decently high on Jared Allen, but I am worried about him getting in foul trouble. DeAndre Jordan barely played that last game, but this is probably a game he'll have to play more against a bigger Denver team. And if Jared Allen gets in some foul trouble, he could have a nice game. So if you want to get like contrarian and GPPs, I don't think it's the worst idea. Prince, Jeff Green, these guys will probably play about 20 minutes. You can take a shot there, but not going to feel good about it. And that's really it for the Brooklyn side. So let's move on to Utah, Cleveland. I just don't like seeing Utah on a slate. I just never do. 
Mitchell's fine. Gobert's fine. Conley's fine. Royce O'Neal's overpriced. Clarkson seems a little overpriced. There you go. There's my Utah analysis. Let's move on to Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, Drummond at 9.1K. So for the second straight game, Colin Sexton has got late scratched. Right, He was projected to play and then get scratched. So I can't believe that's happened back-to-back games. Uh, Drummond is a guy that, sure, the matchup's not great, but he's been playing some big minutes. And if Sexton is continuing to be, if he's out once again, then yeah, I think Drummond's an interesting contrarian play. I don't think a ton of people get to him. I mean, I don't think I would like get to him in like a cash game setting, but he's he looks interesting GPPs. Sexton gets scratched. I feel for the people that played him at low ownership. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. If he misses again, then we can look to guys like Dotson and Osmond. who have to run the point a little bit more. We also have Darius Garland, uh, maybe back. We'll see. So there's a lot of uh, also news up in the air here for Cleveland. Yogi Ferrell, they signed him. He played 17 minutes. If all the guards are still out again, like you could maybe punt with him at flat min price. Again, he's like a decent point for a guy. So you could look to Yogi Ferrell possibly if like Garland and, and Sexton are still out. Now, JaVel McGee, you know what you're getting out of him. 16, 17 minutes. He's a good point per minute guy. If something happens to Drummond, he will break the slate. So I think JaVel McGee is actually an okay uh, value play there just because he's such a good point per minute guy. And that's it for Cleveland. So let's move on to the Lakers in Houston. For the, like, 100 straight game, LeBron James is questionable. Can you just stop listing him as questionable? We all know he's playing. I just I don't understand why they continue to do this. But um, the matchup is really good here against Houston. Like, matchup is solid. LeBron and AD are both on pace to have decent games. That game blew out. The issue I have, though, is even in close games, like, LeBron and Anthony Davis are not playing big minutes. Like, low to mid-30s minutes. Not like the 38 to 39 we saw last year. Anthony Davis also questionable, and he's played last couple games. I like the matchup for both these guys. But again, the minutes, right? Even in competitive games, 32, 33, 34 minutes. Kind of hurts your upside a bit. So both guys are solid in a good matchup if Houston can keep it close. The secondary options are kind of stayaways when they're both healthy, like Schroeder, Harold Kuzma. Don't know if we have to do it. Marcus Saul is a 4K. Did play 25 minutes the last game. Does, you know, for a big, has a somewhat low floor. I guess he's okay for value. Uh, KCP probable. Even with all those guys probable, though, THT still played, you know, decent minutes. So I think he's like an okay punt play, and he's a decent point for a guy. You guys know I'm a big fan of THT. There's no Wes Matthews, so he probably gets, you know, somewhere around 20 minutes. Let's move on to Houston. So Houston, we have John Wall and Eric Gordon questionable. So, mm, right, we'll have to keep an eye on this. Uh, They got blown out when everyone was healthy. So if they're both out, the risk increases. But... Uh, again, if John Wall and Eric Gordon are both out, then Harden and Christian Wood are just going to have to do it all. Uh, I would consider Harden's a guy I haven't even considered at all this year. But if both John Wall and Eric Gordon are out, I would consider James Harden a 10.8K. I don't. I know the matchup's not great, but this would just be a situation where who else is going to score the ball? It's going to be Harden and Christian Wood, and that is literally it. So if you are playing either LeBron or Anthony Davis and John Wall and Eric Gordon are out, I would run it back with with Harden or Wood, or even both, and just go full game stack. Christian Wood, my worry was, if Anthony Davis was healthy, the potential for foul trouble, and he got in foul trouble. He picked up a couple quick fouls. So that is a risk, you know, with Christian Wood going up against Anthony Davis. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I like his upside, especially if Wall and Gordon are out. Uh, Yeah, John Wall at 7-4, if he does play himself, I think makes for, like, I would prefer Wall to Harden if, like, Wall plays. 
But again, if Wall and Eric, Eric Gordon's not a guy I'm really looking to, um, if he's out too, if Wall and Gordon are out, again, it's, it's Harden Wood at the top. And then we probably have to consider some of these value guys with House still out. So like, I know it's kind of gross, but like Macklemore, Tate, David Nwaba, Sterling Brown are all okay. Now, I would still probably prioritize the Miami value over these guys, but they would be in play. Uh, again, we'll just have to keep an eye on the news. P.J. Tucker's just not a guy I play. Um, yeah, he's just so, so low usage. It would be, again, Harden. It would be Christian Wood if John Wall and Eric Gordon are out. And maybe like one of those value guys, but mm, still wouldn't feel good about it. Let's move on to San Antonio and OKC. So San Antonio, still no DeMar DeRozan. Um, still no Derek White. But this is a team that it's just hard to nail down where it's going to come from. Right? There's like four or five guys that can do it and probably at least two of good games. But I bought into DeJounte Murray and Keldon Johnson after their big game in the same matchup. Next day, DeJounte Murray, big chalk bust. Keldon Johnson goes for goes for almost 40 uh, against Minnesota. The last game, 20, one of six. Him and uh, DeJounte Murray couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. It was Aldridge and Lonnie Walker that had the good game. So really, we have Murray, Aldridge, Johnson, Lonnie Walker, even Patty Mills getting some decent run. Trey Lyles started and played 35 minutes. So, like, I think, you know, San Antonio looks pretty good. I, I do like the matchup for them. But trying to nail down where it's going to come from is a little bit more difficult. Now, I think the upside is the highest end of Jante Murray, right? Floor is somewhat low with him. But no DeMar DeRozan. This, he can go for 50. Um, so, if you're going for the upside, it's probably DeJounte Murray. Uh, Aldridge at 6'3", I actually think is like an okay option. He played 37 minutes the last game, right? They, they kind of eased him into it early on, but 33 and then 37 minutes in a regular, like no no overtime game. I think Aldridge, if he's going to push for, for high 30s minutes and he looks like a safer option. Again, Keldon Johnson's been a bit up and down, but we know the upside. He can go for 40 plus. So I wish I had a stronger take of these Spurs guys, but really it's like, I think you want interest and you kind of just got to get lucky on who you play. Lonnie Walker was on pace to have a big game. Now he did leave with an injury. So we'll have to keep an eye on this. Um, hamstring cramp i guess so like monitor this news if he's full go obviously he's viable but if they're gonna uh we'll just have to keep an eye on his status yeah patty mills at 5.1k he played 29 minutes at last game so rudy gay for some reason is just not getting minutes he's a good point for a guy but only 17 and 18 minutes last couple games a little bit concerning again and then it was trey lyles that they got a majority of the run there if he starts again and, and like Vassell's out i think lyles would be an okay punt play so realistically, yeah, the Spurs are a team I want interest in, but trying to nail on where it's coming from is going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, but I do like the spot. Again, no DeRozan, no Derek White, uh, possibly no Vassell, who would be you know a little more uh, minutes for some of these fringe guys. So yeah, Spurs are a team I do like on the slate. Let's move on to OKC. So OKC, SGA, I like the spot for him at 8K. He's had three straight games now, 50 fancy points. My worry is he's going to, I think he's going to be somewhat popular, but hard not to like him. Again, he's stuffed in the stat sheet. Uh, last two games, five rebounds, nine assists, 10 rebounds, seven assists, six rebounds, seven assists. He's scoring, he's shooting the ball decently. So it's a good matchup too, right? So SGA, I think is firmly, firmly in play there at AK. Basically just a GPP play. Right now he's up and down. Um, he's We've seen some 40 fancy point games from him. And we've also seen some 15 fancy point games from him. So floor is somewhat low on him right now. I would categorize him as a GPP play. Al Horford, we finally saw the upside. Finally. Like, this is what I thought we'd be getting from Al Horford. Or Horford. I thought he would be getting, like, 35-plus fans points a game, really. I thought, well, I did think he would play more. He's only playing 28, 29 minutes. But, like, he's a good point for a guy when he plays the center position. So, 5.9K, again, I think he's, like, a safer play. I don't think he's going to kill you. 
Um, but will he go for 40 or close to 40 again? Probably not. If you want to continue to play Hamadou Diallo, go for it. I'm not going to do it. Um, let's see. George Hill's at 4-7. Lou Dort's at 4-1. I mean, Hill maybe is okay. It doesn't feel great. That's really it for the Oklahoma City side. I don't think I want to go to the value. So let's finish up with Indiana and Golden State. Indiana's a team that is really, really interesting because I like the matchup here against Golden State. Plus, they said it's likely Victor Oladipo's going to be out for this game. They're going to rest him. So if that's the case, if Oladipo's out, you guys know where I'm going. Dematis Sabonis, 9.3K. Should have just played him tonight over Randall. Never fades a bonus. Never fades a bonus. If Oladipo's out against Golden State here, I love Sabonis, uh, 9.3. I just think that is too cheap. Fantastic matchup. Also love Malcolm Brogdon. Assuming Oladipo's out, these two, I think, are two of the best plays in the slate. So really like Sabonis, really like Malcolm Brogdon. I think Turner's solid, but not a priority for me. And then there would be the value plays. So like Justin Holiday, McDermott. Aaron Holiday, Edmund Sumner's in the rotation. Jakar Sampson's in the rotation tonight. So definitely some value here, depending on the starting lineup news um, and, and kind of what they do. Jeremy Lamb, I will mention this. He's been practicing. He was a full participant, but they're still waiting on the green light to play him. So like maybe he's available. I don't think you'd play a ton if he is, but could kind of hurt the value if he is. So if Oladipo's out, again, the guys you want to consider are like Justin Holiday, McDermott, Aaron Holiday, Edmund Sumner. Um, you know, McDermott is a guy that is, is kind of scoring dependent, but he's, a, he's having a good shooting game tonight. He can get it going, but does have a somewhat low floor. Justin Holiday's been playing some big minutes. He's not a super high usage guy, but I would categorize him as a, you know, safe play. Um, so I think he would be a, a viable uh, play there at that price. And then like the value with like Aaron Holiday and Edmund Sumner. These are two guys that would be definitely viable. I'm assuming uh, Victor Oladipo's out. So we'll try to keep an eye on that. But yeah, the Pacers are a team I do like today. Uh, obviously, or tomorrow. So bonus Brogdon at the top and then possibly some value there if, in fact, Oladipo's out. Let's finish up with Golden State. So Golden State, Steph Curry, I don't know if you can play him in cash games anymore. It's just the range of outcomes for him have been really high. Um, just look at the last four games. The last five games. 75, then 54, then 28, then 68 than 29 so it's just all over the board for Steph Curry but love him in GPPs because the upside is through the roof with him when he's getting it going like if he hits his first couple of shots most likely he's gonna have a big game right because then it's just gonna he's gonna keep shooting most likely he's gonna keep making so uh Steph I really like it cheap uh, for GPP certain 9.8k I think this game is part of like a game stack looks pretty good if you want to go like Sabonis and Brogdon and run it back with Steph Curry. Yeah, I think that, that looks good for like a game stack. Now, can you guys know what I do with Andrew Wiggins? I do not play Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Kelly Oubre, I'm not playing him at 5'3". Draymond Green actually, I think, is a viable player at 5'6". Getting about 30 minutes. He had a good, he almost had a triple-double. That That's the vintage Draymond Green, right? He's a guy that can stuff the statue. He got it going there. Um, I think he is a pretty solid play here at this price. Should play about 30 minutes. The value is just so hard to trust. Um, Wiseman's not playing a ton. I don't really want to play Pascal. No, Kent Bazemore, maybe. 19, 20, 21 minutes. The minutes are going, like, he should be a decent, I don't know why he was, like, out of the rotation to start the year. He's, like, a decent, he should be, uh, you know, in this rotation. 
Um, you could argue he should be starting over Kali Oubre with the fact that Oubre can't hit the broad side of a barn. But uh, yeah, Bazemore, I think we get about 20 minutes. I think he's okay for value here at 3.6K. And that's really it for the Golden State side. So really, guys, again, we have a lot, a lot of news up in the air, right, with the Miami guys, a ton of guys, you know, out, a couple guys questionable. Philly, we have a few guys questionable, like Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Um, you know, Brooklyn, we kind of know what's happening. Denver, we kind of know what's happening. Utah, again, I just never like seeing Utah on the slate. Cleveland, uh, Sexton and Garland status are up in the air, so we got to keep an eye on that. LeBron uh, and AD are questionable, but I assume both will play. Houston, we have John Wall and Eric Gordon questionable. Um, the Spurs, we kind of know we're getting out of, uh, same thing with the Thunder and then the Pacers, I think Victor Oladipo will be out in this game. So yeah, there's just a ton of news up in the air. That's why it's very, very important to check out the live stream tomorrow, guys, um, to kind of go over everything again. I'll be live streaming on YouTube for, uh, you know, 30, 40 minutes, uh, go over all the news and kind of answer questions you guys have at the end. So that's going to do it for the video. Uh, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys have a great night and I will see you all tomorrow, uh, in the live stream.